to a new RFM online news for Pickett's Pharmacy, Blackbutt, Hamilton, Lambton, Hamilton South and Brankston. These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Newcastle Council delivered a strong message to not-for-profit organisation Newcastle Now on Monday, cutting off funding until they can produce an annual business plan. Newcastle Now has been receiving $850,000 a year since 2013, but tensions between the council and the business group are running high. In March this year, Lord Mayor Newitali Nelms criticised Newcastle Now, saying Chairman Edward Duke had been letting the city down. A man was charged with intimidating and assaulting two people at Mayfield East in what police are describing as a racially motivated attack. Around quarter to nine on Tuesday night, the 38-year-old accused approached a 47-year-old man of African descent on George Street. He allegedly slapped and kicked the victim in the face and legs and verbally slurred him. Police arrested the accused a short time later on Maitland Road. He'll face court next month. Williamtown residents told a meeting of defence and environmental officials on Tuesday the us-and-them nature of debate between the state and federal governments has worsened its handling of PFAS contamination. More than 50 residents attended the public meeting as a cross-section of the 64 submissions given to the committee was presented. One of those to share his experience was Kane Gorfine from the Williamtown and Surrounds Action Group who said the flow-on effects from contamination are devastating. The father in Williamtown who walks the halls when his wife sleeps, knowing his bank does not recognise any value in their property. The retiree who contemplates suicide because his life savings had been reduced to nothing. The family trapped in a worthless home whose doctor has specifically told them to leave the area to protect their children. Police divers returned to Hexham on Tuesday as the search for a gun used in a bikey gang-related shooting continued. It's believed the gun was used to shoot Nomad's enforcer Matt Ether in the legs at One Mile Beach in April 2016 before being thrown into the Hunter River. Divers scoured the river on Monday for about an hour but had to call off the search due to strong currents. On Wednesday, the Australian Transport Safety Bureau released its initial findings into the loss of 81 containers from the YM efficiency off the coast of Newcastle last month. It found the ship encountered gale force conditions on June 1, about 16 nautical miles off the coast, when it started rolling heavily from side to side for about 90 seconds, causing the containers to topple into the sea and damage the vessel. Director of Transport Safety Nat Nagy said the investigation is ongoing. The next steps of the ATSB investigation will include analysis of the ship's container stow and lashing arrangements, the actions of the crew immediately following the incident, as well as analysis of the weather conditions at the time. On Wednesday, State Labor accused the government of having taken more funds from Hunter Water than the corporation could provide. The government's returned $102 million in dividends for the 2017-18 financial year after being questioned over why Hunter Water was sending them so much more than the previous year. Shadow Minister for the Hunter, Kate Washington, said it amounts to a $600 payment from each Hunter household in a year. Hunter Water profits should stay for the benefit of Hunter residents. That's a basic. And what the Treasurer has been caught today trying to squeeze the Hunter Water piggy bank for three times the amount that's actually in there. And that's at the expense of Hunter residents. And what the Treasurer from the North Shore doesn't appreciate is that there are areas in the Hunter that still aren't even, even connected to sewering. 
Singleton became the new target of PFAS contamination investigations on Wednesday after the Department of Defence announced it will review its military area. The environmental audit is set to examine the nature and extent of the contaminants' impact on residents. Federal member for the Hunter, Joel Fitzgibbon, said the people of Singleton need clarity. The best way to put people's minds at ease is for the government to act and act comprehensively and, and properly. It hasn't done so up until now and people are out on a limb. They don't know what their, the future holds for them. The government has to lift its game and we do need an audit of all defence bases so we know how big this problem is. A male employee of the Medco service station at Windell was left shaken but unharmed following an armed robbery on Wednesday night. Just after three o'clock, two men smashed their way inside the outlet before allegedly threatening a male console operator. He managed to lock himself in a back room while the robbers made off with several items. Police are now reviewing CCTV footage in a bid to track the pair down. A 64-year-old man lost his life on a notorious stretch of road north of Saltash on Wednesday night. The man was driving south along Lemon Tree Passage Road near the intersection of Browns Road in a Toyota Hilux just after 7.30 when the vehicle left the road and slammed into a tree. He sadly died at the scene. On Thursday, the union representing journalists from newspapers like the Newcastle Herald called on the competition watchdog to block the proposed merger of Fairfax and Nine. Nine will have a majority share of the new entity, made possible by changes to media ownership laws. There's uncertainty about what the deal will mean for Hunter Publications or NBN Television, with the watchdog yet to scrutinise contracts involved. But Federal Communications Minister Mitch Fifield said there's no immediate problems with the deal. The ACMA, uh, the independent media regulator, have uh, announced that uh, they don't immediately uh, see uh, any impediments uh, that uh, at first look uh, it looks to be in accord with media law. The 7-Eleven on Crowder Street, Lambton, was targeted in a violent robbery on Thursday night, leaving a young worker nursing bruises to his face. Around 11 o'clock, a man allegedly jumped the counter and demanded the 21-year-old attendant open the till. The robber grabbed some cash before moving to flee. When the attendant tried to stop him and was punched in the face, another man then entered and the pair fled together on foot towards Charlton Street. Police are now searching for a man in his 20s of African appearance with dreadlocks. There was a terrifying ordeal for the occupants of a home at Wickham early Friday morning. They woke to find a man rummaging through their belongings inside their Hannell Street house around 2 o'clock and confronted the intruder. The man lashed out before fleeing empty-handed. Police say several people live at the home, but none were seriously injured. Investigations are continuing in a bid to track down the offender. And it was revealed on Friday a 14-year-old boy had jumped out a second-storey window in a bid to avoid arrest at Mayfield. Police investigating a series of break-ins and thefts from cars over the past year attended a unit block in Bull Street on Thursday, but the boy tried to escape when they knocked on the front door. Senior Constable Jamie Wallace said he was charged with multiple offences. Police will allege in court that the 14-year-old broke into six homes and stole from three cars in Wallsend between August 2017 and July 2018. And that's a look at the week that was from 2NURFM Hunter News.